Welcome to episode 25 of Personalities at Kerry. We are talking to Jason Barfus. Jason is from Utah and is concentrating in marketing. Over the summer, he interned at Charles Schwab. Let's get right into it in this episode of Personalities at Kerry. All right, this is episode 25. We are here with Jason Barfus. Jason, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you come from, what you've been doing before coming to school? and just see a little bit of work experience coming into WBK. Yeah, absolutely. So I come from Utah. I grew up in a place called Farmington, Utah, kind of like a suburb of Salt Lake City. Uh, I was in Utah all the way through my undergraduate at Brigham Young University. So I studied finance as an undergraduate. Mm -hmm. And then after I graduated from BYU, I moved to Arizona for my first job out of college. That was with a software startup called Zenefits. And my role with them was essentially to be a, a health insurance broker slash account manager. So we helped set up small businesses with health insurance, dental insurance, vision insurance, life insurance mm. uh, for their employees as a, a benefit package. So that was my role for about two years. I, I decided that insurance probably wasn't for me. <laughs> so um, that brought me back here to MBA school. So that's kind of a, a quick route on how I got here. So what made you decide uh, coming to WP Carey specifically? Yeah, so I was talking to one of my cousins one day and he was like, I'm at, I'm at law school at WP, or not at WP Carey, but at ASU. And he's like, I heard something about the business school, like giving away free tuition or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you must be full of, full of it. <laughs> like that, that doesn't happen. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, no, just go look into it. So uh, I looked into it. Um, I actually applied, uh, let's see, when would it have been for starting in 2016 mm -hmm. and got, got declined for that one. Then I applied a second time and got in for, for our class. So um, I applied to just two other schools. I think University of Texas was one, University of Virginia was one. Um, so I, I had a pretty short list and just love, I love Arizona. I was excited mm -hmm. to stay here and uh, I thought that the program was really trending in the right direction. So okay. that's what that's what brought me here. So did you join for a specific concentration or were you just going to go in and then figure out your concentration after? <laughs> Definitely the latter. So okay. I didn't I didn't have a clear idea of what I wanted to do when I got here. Um, over the first few months, it became pretty clear that like marketing would be my main focus. So that's kind of evolved into my passion and what I really want to pursue post-graduation. Um, I'm also pursuing business analytics, but that's more as kind of a, a support or an ancillary function to marketing. So. And with uh, your experience in the first year, how do you think that has been like? I know a lot of people are under stress through their first year. <laughs> Was that the same experience for you? Oh, definitely. Yeah. I didn't expect the workload um, that we had our first year. That being said, I think it really, it kind of like forced us to learn and to grow in a way that we wouldn't have without the pressure. And I think, you know, looking back on it, it may not be so much the subject matter that we'll take away, but we'll learn how to prioritize and we learn how to make decisions under pressure and we learn how to deal with team conflict. And I think those are all things that you know, will will suit us really well throughout our careers and family life and all of that. So, you know, the subject matter is probably third, fourth on the list of things you take away with an MBA. Mm -hmm. And then coming into school, the time that you spent so far, 
do you think that there's there have been some experiences or incidents where something has like gone beyond your expectations um coming into business school i never would have thought i would have the opportunity to kind of interact with so many different groups and clubs and organizations in a variety of settings so i've had an opportunity to participate in business case competitions mm. that's something i never would have you know thought i thought it was like an undergrad thing or uh not really a big deal um that's been really fun to participate in those um it's been fun to take advantage of all the networking opportunities and um just interact with classmates the the friendships i've been able to build here have been way way better than i would have ever expected so and of all the classes that you've taken so far do you have a favorite course oh good question i would have to say uh professor morales's marketing course okay uh i think that was q2 and just so much energy really got me excited about marketing and um there's so so many different levels to it and she did a great job of you know explaining those teaching those and um i think that would be my favorite was that the one where you decided that you'll do marketing or yeah good question <laughs> <laughs> i think at that point i was like leaning towards it and then after that class i was like all in i was mm-hmm. like all right yeah like 100% like i want to i want to pursue this i can i can see myself um doing marketing for a career mm-hmm. and i still don't think i knew fully what that meant at the time mm-hmm. but um over time you know my my decision has just been confirmed like that's something that i'm really passionate about so. okay. one of the questions i ask normally is because we want to learn from each other yeah we just want to know if you have made some decisions in your life that you think are the best decisions for you and then if there's one that's like the worst decision and you regret it <laughs> so that we should not make those decisions for ourselves oh that is a big question that's a really big question um definitely made a lot of poor decisions and maybe like a few good ones um the poor ones i would say have all revolved around not taking risks and i think i'm trying to get better at taking risks so my personality type is uh perceiving mm-hmm. on the mbti scale you know your last letter is either um p or i can't remember what the the other one is i think it's a j or a p yeah j or p j yeah. or p and so i'm a p which means i like to like you know not make decisions till mm-hmm. the last second i like to take in as much information as i can and like i'm always like well we could do this could do that i don't want to decide quite yet let's get some more information mm-hmm. um and that's come back to bite me a few mm-hmm. times because i i'm not as decisive or assertive as so it's like the opportunities came and they just left before you could make a decision exactly exactly okay. so like i'm i'm left on the sidelines when everyone else is playing in the game sometimes mm-hmm. and so okay. what i think is really important is to like determine what what's important to you and just be decisive and go pursue that thing no matter what so that's like a a broad a broad categorization categorization of things that i've regretted um as far as like a good decision um i took a chance with a startup and it was much different than i would have expected you know the startup was initially valued at 4 billion dollars they had about 500 million in venture capital money and within the first year of me being there we uh fired our ceo mm-hmm. due to fraud we 
downsized three times. Mm. We, you know, went under, I think, a billion dollar valuation Whoa. from Force. So just kind of um, learning through the fire of exactly. it. You know, I think, I think it's kind of the equivalent of year one. Hmm. Um, just so much coming at you, you just got to work through it and you really understand, you know, what makes people tick. So, right. So when you're young, you can make these decisions and then learn a lot from it. So that in the future. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Can you tell us a bit about how you went about getting your internship? Yeah, for sure. So in marketing, I think some people are aware that not as many companies come on campus. So for me, it was a lot of networking via LinkedIn. It was a lot of proactive reach out. Um, the The position I actually got was just through applying online through Charles Schwab's website. I applied for one position. They filled that one, um, but they hadn't declined me. And so they had a, a parallel position essentially that was open. They, they took my resume from the other position, asked if I would interview for this new position. I said, for sure. Um, it just turned out to be like a great fit for everyone. Um, my skills lined up really well and, you know, that's kind of how I got it. Um, an interesting fact is I got it from a single phone interview with my hiring manager. Wow. It was about like 25, 25 minutes on the phone with him. And then he offered me the job the next day and it it was really nice, but I was kind of worried because I'm like, I don't think they know what they're getting. They don't know me very well. So uh, in the end, it worked out all right. Yeah. And what was the location of your internship? Yeah. So I was located in Austin, Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. that's They have a, Schwab has a campus there with three or four buildings, about 2,000 employees, and it's mostly technology focused okay. in that area. So, And then what was your particular role or a project during that internship? Yeah. So my role was a digital product owner or a digital product manager. Mm-hmm. Um People ask me what's the difference between those two. They're pretty much synonymous. Um, product owner is actually like an official agile term. Mm-hmm. So within the agile methodology. So I essentially worked on, you know, overseeing the development of key um, feature updates for Schwab.com. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, like I spent a lot of my time um, working with a new forgot your password flow for the Mm. website. So when you forget your password, what steps do you go through to recover it? And how can we make that a better experience for the client? So yeah, it was a a good experience. It was um, a lot of new things. I didn't know that it would take a year to release a a product like that, (laughs) but uh, it it worked out. Okay. And then given your experience over there, you would recommend Charles Schwab to other people, right? (laughs) Yeah. So Schwab's got a unique culture. Um, They are a financial institution. They have a lot of different things going on from 401k management to uh, brokerage services to um, retail banking, which they're, they're growing a lot. So overall, the company was great. You know, it's very much like eight to five. Uh, Not a lot of people working overtime. Um, The, the culture is very much values driven. So it's very much about treating the customer right. Um, Loyalty. Uh, they preach what they call the virtuous cycle of growth, mm-hmm. which essentially is if you treat your current customers right, they bring you new business mm-hmm. in the future. And I really love that. That resonates with me. And um, I, I love working for a company um, designing products for the customer where the customer is the number one goal. So um, overall, Schwab was really, really great place to work. I think they're doing great things. Okay.
So coming back to, you know, just focusing on you and getting to know you on a personal level. Sure. I have a few questions. You don't have to think too much before yeah. you answer these. All right. So do you have any pet peeves? <laughs> pet peeves. Yes, definitely. Um, When you go to pick up your order from Chick-fil-A mm-hmm. in the MU and someone else has the same name as you, so they steal your order. Oh, I, uh, <laughs> it's a very specific Yeah, I, I always get upset. I'm like... <laughs> You just took my order. Your name's Jason, but my name's Jason. Like, what the heck? So have you tried using a different name, like a, a you, unique name? I haven't, but I, I should for sure. I should for sure. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Okay. <laughs> that you're pretty easygoing apart from the Chick-fil-A thing. That's <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I'm pretty easygoing. Yeah, nothing really uh, upsets me. I mean, the only other thing that, like, gets me upset is when people don't respect each other, right. which... I mean, I think that's for most people. Yeah. Uh, do you have a favorite movie? Ooh, good question. I really like Marvel. So okay. everything. The whole universe. Yeah. It's... Yeah. A specific movie, or do you like everything that Marvel puts out? Ooh, I would say Captain America, probably number one. Original Avengers, probably mm-hmm. number two. Um, and those would be probably my top two. Okay. Yeah. Uh, do you binge watch any TV shows? <laughs> um you know not usually binge watch but i i do watch the office okay. that's kind of my de-stressing okay. show at, at the end of the day so and do then, you rewatch it yeah <laughs> okay i think i'm on like my third time through right nice. now so. <laughs> uh do you listen to music do you have like a favorite genre or an artist yeah i do listen to like just a little bit of music usually when i'm driving in the car mm-hmm. um my favorite genres are just pop I actually like country, which people can either relate to that or they're like, what's wrong with you? Um, so I, I do really like country and just like mainstream mm-hmm. type stuff. Any favorite artists? Um, I really like Andy Grammer, Maroon mm-hmm. 5, um, Jason Aldean. Um, those would be a few of my okay. favorites. Yeah. Uh, what about reading? Do you have a favorite book or a series of books? Yeah, so I have a couple favorite books. Um, I just been reading them fairly recently so one is called the gifts of imperfection by Brene Brown mm-hmm. she's actually a social worker the book talks about um, vulnerability and you know how to how to show your true colors and um, set boundaries and live like a fulfilling life so mm-hmm. pretty interesting some people think it's dry but <laughs> I, I resonate with that stuff and then the other one that I've been reading is called mindset mm-hmm. that one's by Carol Dwight Carol Dweck, it, she's a psychologist at, uh, I believe it's Stanford, mm-hmm. and this was a book recommended by an executive at Schwab, mm-hmm. and it's it's a really cool way of viewing the world. Um, it talks about, you know, you can either view the world as things are capable of changing and improving, mm-hmm. or things... Uh, exist how they're going so to be accept what it's like exactly okay. have you read it Should no you? i haven't but like that those would be the two yeah. ways of looking at the totally, world, I guess. totally yeah okay got it so this is something that you would recommend other people to read right yeah mindset in particular like as a business leader i can't think of a better way to to manage people than mm-hmm. with this mindset that you know everyone's growing everyone's learning everyone's becoming something more than they are and um, I think that's an empowering way to view it. When you kind of pigeonhole people and say, like, your intelligence defines you or, 
you know, your, your race defines you or mm. all these things. Like, that's just not true. Like, people can become amazing things. And, you know, the book is interesting. It actually shows that as you tell people that they, they can become more than they are today. And, you know, that a test doesn't define their future potential. Mm. Um, they actually perform better on that test. Mm. And so it's, it's pretty fascinating. Okay. What about uh, a favorite person in history that you'd like to have coffee with? Ooh. Or just chat with to get to know them? <laughs> That's a good one. I would say, I would say George Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think, you know, it's fascinating the position he was in to, to influence the start of a new nation um, and uh, a, a unique uh, political system. So mm. would definitely like to talk with him. So now coming back to like what you want to do in the future, what do you want to do specifically right after graduation? And then where do you see yourself maybe five to 10 years from now? Good question. So right after school, I'm planning to head back to Schwab. So Congratulations. (laughs) Thank you. I'll jump back into digital products. Um, In the long term, I hope to get more into marketing strategy and that, that would involve probably initially, you know, some um, higher level like product uh, portfolio management. Mm-hmm. So not managing a few features, but a few web pages and then a full website and a web platform and, you know, understanding how to connect with customers through those products. Um, and then ultimately, you know, I hope to hope become, you know, some kind of executive where I'm able to influence company strategy and um, connect connect a value proposition with customers, meet customers where they're at. And mm-hmm. that's where I see myself at the end of the day. Nice. And uh, given that you are going to charge for, do you have other companies that you like really want to target in the future? Want to be part of those companies? Um, nothing comes to mind. Um, you know, a lot of people would say like Google, Facebook, Amazon. Um, I kind of shy away from them just because I don't think they respect people as much as yeah. they might otherwise so you know i i could definitely see myself jumping on with a startup at some point but um for now i'll be happy as well what about a location do you do you have a favorite place where you want to be in the end <laughs> I, it's got to be warm weather okay so <laughs> i'm from utah where it snows and mm. i've been really happy ever since i've left that okay. so, um so california arizona texas Kind of the the southern United States mm. has been. Are there parts of Utah where it doesn't snow? Like there's. Yeah, there are. So in in southern Utah, okay. primarily, it's it's a much milder climate, but there's also like not many big not cities, many. <laughs> so there's not as much to do in those areas. I would say. So one question we ask is, what's what's good advice for the first years that they're going through the same stress as we did? So is there something you want to tell them? Um. I would say keep perspective. So you learn things that you can take away and implement in a future career or in your life generally. So, you know, from my classes, I've tried to like keep specific models, for example, that mm-hmm. we talk about in the class. Mm-hmm. And so I'll take one or two models or ways of thinking from each class and at the end of the day, I have like an eight-page Google Doc going, you know, mm-hmm. and those are things that I'll be able to reference and use in my job. But 
80% of the things we learn in class right. will probably not not be remembered. <laughs> True. Um, anything else just to like de-stress what they should be doing? Like anything you did in the first year? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would just say like things, things work out at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you didn't get your, your first um, preferred internship, just keep trying, keep, ne- keep networking and um, a lot of opportunities come on later than you think they will and, mm-hmm. you know, things work out, so. Okay. And then one of the last questions is, like, once you're done, how would you like your peers to remember you? That is a really tough question. I hope, first of all, they remember someone who, you know, put put their whole selves into what they were doing, so. I, I really try and apply myself when I do something. And that includes, you know, working hard, talking through things, being involved. So I hope they'll remember that. I hope they'll remember someone who had a lot of integrity. So I would say those are the two things. That's nice. That's very short and sweet. <laughs> so that's it. Uh, that's the end of the conversation. How would you like people to get in touch with you who want to ask you questions on a one-on-one basis? Yeah, for sure. So LinkedIn is probably a great way. Uh, Jason Barfus on there and then always free to email me or just uh, meet up for for lunch sometime I always like that so. alright thank you so much Jason for being on our show yeah and thanks everyone for listening thanks for doing this shoot. I think it's so so awesome to be able to learn a little bit about our classmates this way okay. alright we'll see you next time Jason has always greeted me with a smile and I see him with a calm demeanor even if it's before or after an exam. I'm glad that we have him in our cohort and I'm sure he'll move on to do great things once he takes up that offer at Charles Schwab. All the best, Jason. And to our listeners, we'll see you next time on Personalities at Carry. Thank you, goodbye, and peace.